Hey, my friends, before we get started, I wanted to let you know that I have created a link, timdouglasinspires.com forward slash schedule now, where you can schedule a discovery call with me if you have any questions about you know your life facing the storm or anything like that. You need someone just to hear where you're at and give you some uh, maybe some direction. I'd be happy to do that. Go to timdouglasinspires.com forward slash schedule now to schedule a discovery call so we can just chat and love to help you, love to serve you and add value to you. So also this episode is sponsored by Naked Warrior Recovery. Naked Warrior Recovery was founded by Will Branham, who is a 26-year Navy SEAL veteran. And he discovered CBD uh, while he was with the teams, but waited until after he retired from the teams, then um, saw great benefits from it. So he said, I got to get this in the hands of other people like me who struggled and suffered through um, just life, right? And and the storms of life. You can actually hear his podcast. Uh, I did a podcast with him just a few episodes ago. Definitely go check that out. But this episode is sponsored by Naked Warrior Recovery. Check them out. They're awesome. Will's been gracious enough to give us a code. It is Buffalo20. That'll give you 20% off your entire purchase. So go check Naked Warrior out today. That is at nw-recovery.com. Hey, welcome to the Inspired Way podcast. I am your host, Tim Douglas. And if you're wondering what the heck is the Inspired Way, well, let me just tell you real quick. There's a few things that we can learn by watching cow and buffalo and how they face their storms. The cow will see the storm coming. They will turn the opposite direction away from going the same direction as the storm, trying to get away from the storm as fast as they can, run into the beautiful blue sunshine out in front of them, dark clouds behind them. However, the storm always catches them, which increases the amount of time, stress, frustration that they have to deal with that storm because now they're running in the storm and with the storm. The buffalo, on the other hand, sees the exact same storm coming. They turn towards that big old dark cloud and they face the storm. They run into the storm. And by doing so, the storm passes over the top of them going the opposite direction, decreasing the amount of time, stress, frustration, and pain that they have to deal with that exact same storm. And I know that is so true in my life. I've seen it play out time and time and time again or when I try to avoid some things it always costs either myself or others frustration stress and pain so I wonder are you facing your storms today or are you running from them this podcast is all about facing those storms thank you for being the buffalo we need more buffaloes more people facing the storms in their lives today thank you so much for tuning in Welcome to the Inspired Way Podcast. This show is designed to inspire and empower you to face the daily storms of life with passion, strength, and courage. We believe that we can be transformed by the testing of these storms, growing stronger, not wavering in our faith, and a knowing that our endurance will be strengthened. And when it is all said and done, we'll be perfect and complete, body, soul, and spirit. For we seek to control the controllables and nothing more. Our goal with this show and company is to keep a posture of learning by renewing our minds daily and taking action on what we have learned so that when the storms of life come our way, we are ready to face the storm. We, 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 we are ready to face the storm. I have today Blake Wright with us. Blake and his brother Chad Wright started the Three of Seven Project, and I love these guys. I do. These guys have become brothers. They are good friends, and I'm excited to have Blake on. You know, these guys are intense. These guys know how to really sharpen the body the mind or the soul and the spirit. And really that's what three of seven is all about. Um, I'll let Blake explain some of that, but today 
Blake and I really break down, you know, how to prepare the body, how to prepare the soul and the spirit. And, you know, when we're facing storms, all three of those really come into play. And so really excited to have Blake on today, lean into what he's got to say. We talk about accountability and as far as a team as well, being a part of a team and to doing things together. I always talk about that as a herd, right? The herd always goes into the storm together. So if you need someone to go into the storms with you, reach out, connect. Let's uh, let's get you connected with some people. I've got a great uh, resources, great network of buffaloes. And so we're ready to go into the storm with you, ready to support you and encourage you along the way. So without further ado, Blake Wright. Welcome to the show, Blake. Thanks so much for having me, brother. It's an honor to be on here. You bet. You bet. Listeners, if this is your first time, thank you for tuning in. Uh, The Inspired Way podcast was really inspired by a story that I'd heard many years ago, and it just became my mantra. Really, the premise of the show is the lessons that we can learn from watching buffalo and cow and how they face their storms. And Blake, I know that you you probably experienced some storms in your life and uh, probably could relate to one or the other in that that story. Yeah, I, I I think um, I think a lot of the stuff, you know, I don't have anything big that that has happened in my life kind of out of my control, but I have definitely brought on a fair share of storms in my life, whether they were intentional to grow me or whether they were just not needed, you know, uh, yeah. uh, just thinking, you know, kind of specifically um, when our first, uh, when we got pregnant with our, when my wife got pregnant, not me, with our first child, Blakely, um, we had some problems there at the beginning, uh, not of the pregnancy, but in, in trying to. And, you know, um, so after she got pregnant, there was obviously this precious baby uh, that we already love so much. And it's like having, a, you know, it's like carrying around, I think like carrying around an egg with you all the time. You're always mm-hmm. worried that you, that you might damage it. But Um, I brought a lot of, uh, a lot of worry and anxiety on myself through the beginning part of her pregnancy because I was so excited. I didn't want to, um, you know, I didn't, didn't want anything to happen to her. Right. So, um, that was brought on, on to me when, you know, really it was a, a blessing in itself because Mm -hmm. I left that, I left that at the altar, man. I turned all that over into God's hands and immediately at the altar, the worry was gone. through prayer. And so that's, uh, you know, that's a really powerful testimony to me that I get to hang on to because it's just something that is so vivid in my mind that nobody can take away from me. And, um, you know, that's, that was God's gift to us anyway. So who am I to say, even if she did come out with some kind of birth defect that she's still not a hundred percent perfect. So Mm, that was something that I had to, um, you know, I guess a self-inflicted storm that I brought on myself um, that I that I didn't want to bring on myself, but you know, through it, just like anything else, we come out stronger on the other side. Absolutely, absolutely, and you know, it's it's funny because um, it is so true. The storm doesn't necessarily indicate something that's happened um, to us outside of our control, because I think a lot of times, man, you hit the nail on the head. And that is a lot of times I think the storms are self-inflicted, you know, by, you know, choices that we make or even mindset that we have Um, and the thoughts that we we deal with that gets us into a a state of worry or a state of anxiousness. Right. And um, you talked about that, how how it was self-inflicted of this this worry of this this 
you know, which created this storm inside of you. And I think that negative self-talk or a lot of times just the, the concerns we have that are, that are outside of our control and, you know, creates this storm inside of us. But I, I love also too that, you know, you chose to face it and, you know, you chose, you, you faced it by, by leaning into, you know, God and, and leaning into the power that he gives you to, to overcome. And I I love that because that's, that is part of, you know, the intro of our show. We talk about the, you know, that we believe that we can be transformed. And you even talked about that, right? That you're better on the other side, that we're transformed by the testing of our storms you know, growing stronger, you know, that your faith is, 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 um, strengthened or endurance is strengthened through it. And I know that you probably, you would say like coming out of that, like you as a father, knowing like having that anxiousness or that worry for your daughter and now seeing her on the other side is, is something beautiful. Yeah. And it, I mean, it's just, you know, it, you might call that like a pop-up storm, you know, that's yeah. not, that, that wasn't anything real, you know, really long or big, but just thinking, you know, that's just something that came to mind. Um, but, you know, and, and she's been extremely healthy all her life so far. So I, I think that just, it, you know, goes back to kind of the power of, of, um, of prayer, you know, yeah. um, it not only pulled me through that, but, but we have an amazingly healthy little girl, actually two of them. We got another one. That's awesome. She's on, will be a year soon. So that's awesome. So now let's, let's dive into, uh, for the listeners, um, you heard me in the intro talk about, um, Blake and his brother, Chad have a business called the three of seven project. Um, they also have a podcast uh, tied to their, to their business. And part of that, um, well, I would love for you to explain that if you don't mind, because there's some elements in that, that I think we could, we could break down and talk about because they really kind of cross over very well with, um, the inspired way. So do you mind sharing about three of seven? Yeah, absolutely. So the, the three of seven project is, basically a resource um, for you where we provide you with practical skills um, that you can use and implement in your day-to-day life in order to be the most complete human during your time here on earth. And uh, we do that through a podcast. We have a, um, we sent, we have merchandise. We offer speaking engagements. Uh, we, the, the more really intimate setting is the basic course where you go out and backpack with us for a few days and so kind of the premise behind the three of seven, the three is sig- signifies the body, the soul, and the spirit. So basically that we are all a triune human being. We have three parts. And the seven is the number in the Bible, but also in numerology and in many other places for completion. So um, really the title, the tagline for the business and the name of it means complete yourself. So mm. So really there's kind of three parts to it there. Yeah, no, that's so awesome because um, even in our, in our intro, we, we talk about too, as you know, this, this show is designed, you know, as when we do face our storms, when we, you know, when we are strengthened, when our endurance is um, complete, basically it says, you know, when it is all said and done, we'll be perfect and complete body, soul, and spirit. And Mm -hmm. really that, um, I have not shared this yet, but that is James one, two through four. And that is that knowing the testing that we count it all joy 
through the testing of our storms, knowing that our faith is being tested and that basically, you know, the scripture talks about when we're done, we'll be com- complete lacking nothing. And I love that your, um, your platform is also about giving practical lessons because that's another thing we talk about is just pre- preparation, um, preparing our body, but also preparing our soul and our spirit for um, four times of trouble, four trials, four testing. And, yep. and I know that that's what you guys are all about. And, and so I love that. Uh, so speaking on the body, I think is super easy, you know, to talk about. We can talk about the body and, and really break that down through nutrition and exercise and uh, really, you know, doing difficult things. We hear that a lot of times too, is like, you know, do something hard every single day, right? Get, uh, be uncomfortable or get comfortable being uncomfortable. You know, it's all for the body, right? But there's also a lot for the mind and that's the soul aspect. Um, And I would love for us to just kind of chat through some of that um, and then we can maybe break down the spirit as well. But the soul for me this year, um, I don't, I don't know exactly why yet, but for some reason, over the course of the first few months, the soul and the importance of soul work um, has been rising up in me. And um, I've read a, a few books. I don't know if you're familiar with um, Soul Keeping is is one, and then the other book was um, The Good and Beautiful God. Um, both of them great books and they both talk about the importance of our soul. And, uh, I would love to, I had some, you know, I, I, I coined a new word on our show here. It's called revelization. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, revelation and realization kind of okay. together, nice. <laughs> but I had this, uh, revelization of, of the, of really how our soul really affects everything that we do. Oh, and, um, and I, I'll break that down real quick. And I would love for us just to, I would love to hear your take on, on the soul and the work of the soul and things like that. So, you know, I started thinking about like, um, the soul, all this stuff that I was learning and reading and just digging into and the soul for the listeners, the soul is created of three parts as well. So it's the, um, the mind, the will, and the emotions. And so as I was thinking through this, Blake, I, I started thinking, I'm like, wow, you know, the mind, if, if, I'm, if I've got a storm coming, right, and I haven't done soul work, my mind is not sharp. My mind is going to go to the path of least resistance, right? So yeah. if, if, if my mind is not sharp and, and you know, we, all, you, we always hear like mindset is everything. And so if my mind isn't sharp, if my mind, if I allow my thoughts to go in a negative direction, my emotions will automatically align up with my, with my mind, with my thoughts, yep. my thought life. So now I've got my, my thought life, which is off on, you know, off in left field. My emotions are now starting to follow because they, they'll always align with our thoughts. And, and then the will, <laughs> we can try to willpower our way through something, but what happens is, is the will, the will gets ganged up on and now it's two against one. Yeah. So the will has no choice but to follow. And so when we talk about facing storms in our life, it's like, I, I thought about that. And I thought, man, we have to, if I'm avoiding something, I always say a storm is anything that we're avoiding, you know, whether it's having a tough conversation with your wife, a tough conversation with your friend a coworker, 
um, whatever it may be. It could be bad self-talk, negative self-talk. It could be a physical storm. Um, it could be kind of like what you talked about at the very beginning, you know, a self-induced uh, and, or it could be a financial storm. Like you've come across um, financial hardship um, and it could really be anything. And so, um, but as I started thinking about that, if I'm avoiding it, I've got to check where's my thoughts, where's my thought life. Cause my emotions are already aligning with my thoughts and that's why I'm trying to avoid. And that's my will. My will is leading me over into this direction. I think it's important to to learn your emotions and how you react to things because um, I've I've heard it said and then I've I've stolen the phrase that uh, emotions are excellent um, servants but terrible leaders mm. and uh, and I I got that from our good buddy Mr. Paul Wilder so you, you know if you will if you will pay attention to your mo- emotions let them serve you as a cue of when you when it's time to hunker down you yep. know when it's time to really to really focus in and get done what you need to get done. When you get scared, that should be a signal to say, all right, something's coming. It's time for me to buckle down and get squared away. Yeah. And it's, it, it's not time to hunker, to cower down in fear. Don't let them lead you. Let them serve you. And it's good, you know, talking about how powerful that your, your mind, you know, uh, call it say in your mind, but uh, can be encompassed in your soul. A perfect <laughs> example is, the first race that I ever ran was a uh, 50 mile race. I, up to that point, I had probably ran maybe, I don't know, 15 miles. Maybe I think I might've ran 20 miles one time on a training run. And I had Chad convince me <laughs> that I could go do a 50 mile race. And so I was like, okay, well, if you think I can do it, we'll go do it. And man, I was not prepared for the race. I finished it and I finished it in the cutoff time. And this goes back to what me and you were talking about a little bit as far as community. And, um, but I had my brother there with me, you know, Mm -hmm. number one, talking about community, I was not going to let him down. I was either going to be broken out there on the trail, laying in my laying, just laying on the ground, not being able to move. (laughs) I was going to finish that thing. But man, I mean, we were coming in to aid stations with two, three, Five minutes work, you know, before the cutoff to where they say, all right, Blake, mm-hmm. you're too far behind. You're not going to finish the race in time. We got to pull you. So I had that. I had some terrible, terrible stomach problems. I mean, mm-hmm. really bad where I just, I was laid up on the side of the trail ready to puke, wishing I could puke and I never did. Um, but I dealt with all of that stuff and I, my body wasn't ready for it, but the only way I made it through that was with the help of Chad and having the mindset that I had and being willing to push through it. So just going back to what you were talking about, about how really, uh, you know, mindset is everything. It truly is. You can do so much more if you will just have your mind squared away. Yeah, a hundred percent. And and I can't, you know, when you were, you were talking about emotions and I love that quote. Um, you know, it's an excellent servant, but a poor leader. Um, I think that that's at least that's what I wrote down. I didn't catch it all, but (laughs) yeah, that's it. um, But, uh, it reminded me of a book that I was reading and gosh, I, I, I was looking at my, my bookshelf here to see if I could find it. I don't see it right offhand because I was going to quote the, uh, the author of it. But he talks about our emotions are the check engine light, um, like on our dashboard. Uh, but the, the emotions that we have, that's a check engine light to our soul or to the inside of what's going on. Yeah. And so you, you even said that almost to, to where you were talking about like when there's 
fear comes up or something rises up, it's a you know, we need to hunker down and figure out what's going on before we proceed, you know, and, and I think that's, that's so good. Let's, let's jump to community because you, you touched on it. We talked on it a little bit before we hit record. And, um, I would love to, um, to talk about that because, you know, I always say, you know, you never see a Buffalo heading into a storm by himself. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's the entire herd that just goes with the storm. And, and I always, you know, obviously we're not animals. We're not, you know, we just don't innately follow each other into storms of life. But um, I think as, as human beings, it's, it's really one of the things that I, I think for myself at times, and I've seen it with others, whether it's friends or family, when they're heading into a storm, they do try to isolate themselves. And yeah. we know what the word says about being isolated and that the enemy, you know, that's when we get picked off or that's when the enemy can um, really seeks to devour the one yeah. that's out by themselves. And so, Um, you know, the importance of sharing, Hey, I'm going through something here. I need your help, you know, and having a community that they can do that with. And, and you talked about it, even whether it's the storm of life or whether it's like, dang, man, I'm, I'm about ready to hit a 50 miler. And the most miles I've ever done was 15. Yeah. (laughs) And so it's like, I can imagine like the thoughts that are going through your mind. And I would consider that like that. There's this internal storm brewing. Right. And it's like the importance though, of having a community, whether it is for, you know, say people who are listening, who's going into an ultra race or um, who, who just got inspired by your story to go run 50, right? Um, <laughs> or someone who's really actually physically getting ready to go through a storm or they're in the midst of a storm and they don't have someone. Can you, you know, speak to the importance of, of community a little bit? Yeah, brother, it's, it's, it's huge. And, you know, you talk about being, um, being strong enough or, or I guess humble enough, you could say to ask for help, especially us as men, you know, we want to, we want to do things on our own. We think we can handle it. And that is really important to ask for help. But I think equally as important, uh, if you, if you notice someone else going through it, don't turn a blind eye to it. Even if it's a Mm -hmm. subtle cue, someone that you really know, if it's just something subtle, just, just call it out. Say, Hey, Hey man, you know, I, I saw you did this, everything going all right. And they might blow you off or that might be the little bit they need to open up to you. So I think equally important, you know, that, that we really pay attention to the people in our, uh, you know, sphere of influence, the, the closest people that you, that you deal with every day. And uh, you know, you talking about the buffaloes and the herd and stuff, but something else, you know, you kind of think about is that Buffalo, moves as a herd and i think the herd can also be translated as a team yeah you don't see buffaloes scattered out you know where one's two miles ahead and there's you know 10 or 12 of them a few miles behind they move as a team so you're only as fast as the slowest person in your team you can't just blister it and get ahead of everybody. So when you go when you're going through storms, whether it's a ultra race, whether you have a team activity that you're involved in, or maybe it is just some kind of catastrophe that's hit, you need to go through it with somebody and you need to go through it at the same pace. I think that's real important. Yeah, that's so good. It's like I wrote down um awareness of others in in the storm, right? Even when you're going through something or the ones around you. And I have always said that. So I'm, I'm so glad you've hit on that because that's something that's always been big in my heart is 
like when I see someone going through something is, is asking and just seeing how they're doing. Um, and Steven Mansfield, are you familiar with uh, Steven Mansfield at all? No, I don't think so. Yeah. He's an, he's an author and you know, he does some other stuff, but some speaking and such, but he wrote a book kind of tongue in cheek like book, but it's called um, Mansfield's book of manly men. And okay. um, it sounds kind of funny of, you know, uh, a book of manly men, but really what it is, is um, it's stories of manhood and stories of kind of what you just mentioned. Um, and that is having a team around you and, and in a team and your brother, man, Chad could probably speak to this, but you could probably speak to it even on, because you were a SWAT team member, um, okay. law enforcement. And, uh, but Mansfield talks about the special forces talks about even basketball teams. So it could be any kind of team, but the ones in the team, it's kind of this, this rule of thumb or this kind of unspoken rule that it, there is a, a thing called um, um, free fire zone. So in other words, if you and I and Chad and say our buddy Jeff and a few others are on a team together, right, and we have a mission that we need to accomplish, um, I can, if I see something in you, I have the free fire to fire at you and say, Hey Blake, what's going on, man? Is everything all right? Um, you know, I, I heard you talk to your wife a little off color than you normally do. Is, is everything all right in your marriage? You know, and those are usually areas that people want to stay out of. Right. Or, you know, but he was talking about even like, you know, Kobe and all those guys, they were talking, you know, they're like, Hey, come on, man. That guy on the rebounds is always got, is got your number. You're half a step behind. Come on, get it together. Let's go. You know, and it's all also that little challenge in the team and it's, there's no offense within the team. It's because I know that if Blake, you call me out on something or not even just to call me out, but you're, you're pointing something that I'm falling short on. That is, it's for the betterment of the team because the, the weakness of me holds the whole team back. And so you said that, and I love that you, you mentioned that and, and that is the same is true in, in going through a storm is our weakness, um, our strength. Um, and, and now, granted, I'm going to say this, and this is not necessarily, uh, you know, scriptural, but <laughs> the, the, the strength of the buffalo comes from the herd. And there is, that is true. There is some scripture to that, right? By us surrounding ourselves with other believers, by us yeah. surrounding ourselves by like-minded people to go through life with and to share our faults. It does, you know, we talk about um, um, confessing, you know, our sins to one another. And that is so that we, we, we grow and we're stronger through that. Um, but I love that you, that you mentioned that about the team because it is about a community and being a part of, of something. And, and I think the trials, you know, and even the Bible talks about how like the trials are for, um, us to uncover weakness and yeah. and it's really uh you know what are some things that you know as i say that i think of like what are some things that you do because the part of the show is to empower others as well and empowering others is giving them tools and techniques or practical things so what are some things that you do to strengthen say your soul and then maybe even transition into your spirit yeah so uh, for me even my like my exercise is not really for my body. I don't really just enjoy exercising because I want to get in shape. To me, it sharpens my mind. So 
like the the ultra marathon for example when i finished that race i thought there it when i went into it i knew i was going to give it everything i had i didn't know if i was going to finish but about halfway through it i got to thinking i don't know if i'm going to finish this thing mm. i'm not going to quit but i don't know if i'm going to finish it in the time i'm allotted to do it but when i finished i thought man i had self doubt back there and i and i underestimated myself so i think if i'm underestimating myself this much in my physical body how much am i underestimating myself in other areas of my life mm. so that physical challenge translates into business into your spiritual life into your relationships and into everything so yeah. Uh, to me, that time out on, and I, I just, I just pick running just because a lot of, um, a lot of people like around me like to run and I can do it in a community like we were just talking about yeah. and, and it just works out good, but it could be anything, you know, anything you like to do for me, I think if you push it to the max, you benefit more, um, in your headspace than you do bodily so mm, uh, yeah, that's that. that's one of the things you know I, I think of it kind of like a a, a blade on a sharpening stone you know like mm -hmm. the the sharpening stone would be your body and it's getting worn down by the knife and your knife is your mind so you know you got to wear one down to sharpen the other but in the end it comes out a finer product you know both of them do so um, just a good kind of visual of that. That's the way that I will, that I think about it a lot of times, but, uh, I guess that's a long way to answer your question. Uh, physical activity does sharpen my mind. Uh, and, and then you also get the benefit of, of a healthy body out of it. No, that's good. And, and I think our, I wrote pressure because it really takes pressure of that blade, right? Against that blade to sharpen it. And Absolutely. that's essentially what you're doing not only to your body, but to your mind um, is putting it under pressure, you know, and bringing it under submission in some regards, right? Yeah. Um, I think about that under the spiritual aspect of things. It's like fasting and that's what fasting does is brings our body under submission and brings our thoughts and our, our emotions in, in line. And so um, those are just some things that I, I think of as far as, cause that's a, that puts a lot of people under pressure when you talk about fasting, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. And uh, I think of, uh, I did a store, uh, I did a talk once with um, a men's group on iron and it wasn't your typical iron sharpens iron talk. It was really a breakdown of science and how uh, the corrosion process happens. And it's this, this uh, you know, the flaking of the iron when iron is left on its own, the elements, uh, the environment, the oxygen, all that stuff starts to uh, wear on the iron. And um, through that, this oxidation process begins and the iron starts to flake up, which is the rust, right? Rust starts to, to occur. Um, and then uh, that's the corrosion. And then as that opens up, air gets inside of there. Elements get more deeper inside of those little flaky spots. And then they flake off even more. But you bring, an, you bring a sharpening stone by or, or a cleaning stone and you start putting some pressure to that, you can scrape that stuff off. And really, it's like the areas of our life where we're trying to face the storm and we're constantly going the opposite direction. We're constantly going to avoid it. It's, it's those areas in our life that need to be under pressure 
to to sharpen us to be ready for the storm or to be able to face the storm. And um, and I think of that as like, you know, in our lives, we can get a little flaky and we need others around us to sharpen us. We need others to put pressure on us to yeah. keep us sharp. For sure, man. Yeah. And we'll, we'll experience all this this weekend on our training mission. Everything <laughs> we're talking about, we'll experience it. it. It may be on a minor scale, but it's so cool how you can go out and yeah. do stuff like this with a team. Uh, you know, you, you can watch my stride. I'll watch your stride. And you say, hey, Blake's your knee hurt. And I see you stepping this way. And, and it's an accountability thing. And if we start slowing down, the whole team slows down. I mean, just everything we just talked about, you can go experience tomorrow out on the trail or out in the gym, whatever you like to do. Yeah. And it's important to bring that back, though. Don't just experience out there and say, oh, yeah, I pushed myself and ran a couple more miles. Yeah. Bring it back to real life and how you can apply it and not only make yourself better in other areas, but how can you make other people better, you know, in, in their life? You know, you, th- you think about like back to the buffalo. I mean, what if a buffalo went out looking for storms so that he could figure out how to navigate it the most efficient way mm. and then went back to the herd and said, let me, let me show you all how to get through this storm. Yeah. That's what we can do as humans. The buffalo don't know how to do that, but that's what we can do as humans. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. No, that is so good. I, um, and you know, I thank you for uh, inviting me to be a part of that uh, grueling <laughs> or that sharpening that'll happen this weekend. <laughs> so I'm I'm really looking forward to that. Um, it's going to be a blast, brother. It is. It is. So um, accountability. Before uh, before we get out of here, I want to hit accountability, and then I would love to have you talk about um, really what you just touched on, but you didn't really mention anything, and that's the basic course and. Because you guys are doing some amazing, amazing things um, with three of seven, and I'd love to hear, um, you know, have the listeners exposed to that and what you're doing. But before you do that, um, accountability. What is what is that to you? Because for me, it's so funny, um, and I'm just going to be real. Um, in my in my early years of marriage, so I've been married um, 27 years. So we're working on. Yeah, no, this is 27 years. Yeah crazy. Um, 28. I'm sorry. I think it's 20, 27, 28 years. I don't know. Uh Oh, my wife's going to shoot me if she listens to this. <laughs> what, year, what year did y'all get married, Tim? It's 27, 93. Okay. I was born in 91. So that, and I'm 28. So there you go. You're on. Boom. There you go. Yeah, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so, um, but anyway, um, my early years of marriage, um, I did not want accountability. Um, there's things that I was doing as a man, as a young man, that was, um, as a, as a Christian young man, I, I was not, um, you know, there were some simple things that I did and it was just things that I, you know, we all fall into and get into habits and as men. And, and I think it's just accountability is huge, but I didn't want it. You know, right. um, there's some ego there. There's some pride there. There's a lot that goes on with accountability. And now I'm at a place in my life where, man, I'm, I'm begging for accountability, you know, yeah. and I think it's like the best thing. I have several, you know, guys that I've asked, Hey, hold me accountable, you know, and I hold them accountable. And then I, I actually had, I'll just throw this out there real quick. I had a, a group that we were quote unquote accountability partners, mm-hmm. but we really weren't holding each other accountable to anything. And I'm like, guys, look, 
if we're not going to do this, that's fine. But this is what I'm looking for. If you guys can't do it, that's fine. I'm going to need to go find somebody that can because I think we all need accountability. Um, and so do you and that's mind you holding them accountable right there? You just held them accountable. Exactly. We're not <laughs> holding you accountable. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but could you speak to, to, I mean, you know, in your 28 years of wisdom? (laughs) Yeah, Um, uh, you definitely have a lot more wisdom on that than me. But to my, (laughs) I guess my uh, view and, and thoughts on accountability are that it doesn't work unless you are truthful and you actually hold yourself accountable first. I mean, you've got, you got to be real, man. You, You can't, you can say you got an accountability partner and y'all can uh, talk back and forth, but if you're feeding them lies, it's come on. I mean, it's just, you know, to say no other words, it's just a bunch of crap, man. Yeah. You know I mean? You got to, you got to be real with yourself and you got to be true with yourself. And I think your biggest accountability partner is you and those other people there should be supplementary to you yourself. It, right. You, you got to be disciplined. You got to hold yourself accountable. You know, who you are and you have to live by the principles of whoever you say you are. You, you can't, you can't claim you're a Christian and go out and do all these sinful things. Christians do sin, but if you're living in it, it's a different story. And so you got to say, I'm a Christian. These are the principles I'm going to live by and hold yourself accountable. But sometimes things happen and we do things that we need those other people to say, yeah. and you can't be doing that. That's not right. And you may really not realize it. So I think that's where the, the partners come in in a life kind of perspective thing. But, uh, but I think it all starts with you yourself. You've got to be true to yourself and hold yourself accountable for who you want to be and, 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 you know, where you're heading. No, that is good. Spot on, man. Spot on. And, uh, Never lose that because that is, that's some gold right there. Uh, And that is what really um, set me free, so to speak, is for the idea of, or keeping that in the forefront of my mind of like, who do I want to be? Is this who I, is this, am I representing who I really am? Uh, And if the answer is no, it's like, okay, then you need to change something. Right. And so for me, it was like constantly, is this how, am I showing up the way that I say I am or the way I want to? And if I'm not, then I have to, I have to own that. I have to be real with that. And I have to be honest with myself because I think a lot of times we can try to fool ourselves. Right. And (laughs) we have to be completely honest with ourselves. But as far as accountability partners, I I love that, you know, what you said, you know, you have to be accountable to yourself first and honest um, with everyone else around you. Like I'll give you a quick example. Recently I had an uh, uh, accountability partner. He said, dude, you said that for three weeks, when are you going to do it? (laughs) Yeah, that's perfect. I I was like, all right. <laughs> Roger that. Roger yeah. that. Time to get it kind of in, you know, and and that's good because there's times when we can, for whatever reason, you know, I was avoiding it, and he yeah. just allowed me, to, or he just, you know, with permission, I give him the permission. Hey, call me out on the stuff, and so he just said, hey, you know, when are you going to do this? You said three weeks ago you're going to do it. So when's it going to get done? And I'm like, okay, he'll be done by the end of the week. Boom, it's done. You know, so sometimes we do, we need that little nudge. Um, yep. And uh, uh, so. And that that can say, I mean, you know, that can be huge because and for the, if you are someone else's accountability partner, um, you know, you got to be truthful with them and not tickle their ears because, yeah. I mean, people know Chad and his story much more than they know mine. But, you know, going back to the, 
the story where Brooke was addicted to drugs uh-huh. and they were going through battles uh, in their marriage. And Chad, everybody was telling Chad, you know, hey, man, it's not worth going through all that. This is going to be a long road. This is going to be a hassle. And Chad called me up and, you know, we hadn't labeled each other accountability partners. But, right. man, I'm just I'm going to I'm going to shoot anybody straight. If you ask me my opinion, Come on. I'm just going to I'm I'm probably not even going to tell you my opinion. I'm going to tell you what the Bible says and what the truth is, because what I say doesn't matter. So, you know, Chad calls me up and says, you know, what should I do? Should I, you know, should I leave her or should I stick it out? And, and I mean, that, most people probably heard the story, but I just told him, man, you don't have a choice. You married Brooke and you can't just divorce her because she's addicted to drugs. And she's growing through this storm, even though she brought it on herself. Yeah. And, you know, thinking back about it, the, the Buffalo applies so much, you know, that was, that was her herd to get through it. But, yeah. you know, you just have to be truthful with people. You can't, you, you can't tell yourself lies. And if you're going to be someone else's accountability partner, you're doing them a tremendous disservice by just telling them what they want to hear. You, you're, you're nothing at that point. Uh, you know, help, I guess I should say. No, that's true, man. Amen. I, really, I believe that. That is uh and I'm just, um, you know, I, I wanted to say this as when I heard that story, uh, when Chad shared that story um, on some podcast, can't even remember where I first heard it, but I had deep gratitude and thankfulness for you, to be honest with you. And I've never told you that. We just recently connected here just, a, you know, uh, last week, I think it was the weekend. And uh, I just, uh, I had great, deep gratitude uh, because it's just the heart of God is restoration and and to see someone restored, which would be Brooke, but then also a marriage that was struggling, right? Um, and so for you to to stand and say some possibly, you know, maybe not hard for you, but at the time, you know, it's like go and counter, really counter culture, right? Yeah. I guess what everybody else was saying is like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to speak the truth. And mm-hmm. this is what the truth is. And because of the truth, you know, there's, there's two people who were set free. So, um, in that, in that truth. So, um, just thank you, brother. I really appreciate your, you know, your, your heart there and authenticity to, to be truthful to, to what is true to your heart. Yeah, no, bro. I think that's so key. And that's why it's so powerful. Look, I mean, you know, that one statement, I mean, I'm not saying that that's the reason that he stuck with her, but if you're truthful with people, you can impact generations. If that was the one thing that he said, you know what, you're right. And he's told me that, that, you know, Hey, that is when the light bulb really, really flipped. Yeah, I mean, man, it it impacts generations, their kids, their kids' kids, and you know, it's we will never know the impact that things we say have. They are they go on and on and on. So yeah, so good. Well, before we get out of here, man, let's. Uh, I, I'd love to have you share um, a little bit about the the basic course because you guys are really doing some amazing things. You've had two so far and I believe you got three coming up. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So we, uh, our last course will be uh, for this year will be in November and then we'll pick back up again um, probably early spring next year. So they are, there might be a few spots left this year. um, But so far uh, they have been extraordinary. I mean, it, it has just been amazing at at the value people have gotten out of it, and and even me myself, you know, um, being around that caliber people for the weekend. Sometimes it's hard to return back to my day job <laughs> and and be around a different, you know, different type of person. That there's still really good people that I'm around, but it's just a different 
those those people are are so high caliber that that we're around and um you know so but basically the premise of it is that we uh meet up on friday and i don't want to go too deep into it to give people expectations so if anyone listens does attend uh, i want them to have their own experience aside from what other people have uh but you know we uh we go out we spend uh i guess three days almost maybe two and a half um out in the woods backpacking we learn a lot of really really good uh backpacking skills and uh you know, just, just really basic things as far as the backpacking goes, but we have, uh, it's a really, really pretty course that we're on. It is challenging. There are things there that require you to operate as a team and, uh, both of the ones we've had so far, uh, the people don't know each other. They show up and within a couple hours, it's like their family and they're operating like a well-oiled machine, man. It's amazing at, at how they just pull together and do it. So, uh, that's that's the basic premise behind it. But if you're if you're in a spot of um, you know you're wanting something more out of life, uh, you know I mean really anything. If you want to make yourself better, I would definitely recommend coming out because uh, you can ask any of the I guess 16 people that have been on the trip so far, and uh, you know they they are just they seem to have gotten so much out of it. So there is a, it's a really really good time. Awesome. Awesome, man. Yeah. And I'll put the link, uh, to, uh, to the podcast where your guys's podcast in the show notes. So people can go back and listen to some of those takeaways and, and, uh, just, you know, listen to the rest of your podcast. Cause you guys are doing some amazing things over there at three of seven project. And I just wanted to say thank you so much for everything that you and Chad and, and Brooke are doing. Uh, and really appreciate you, man. Really appreciate you coming on and, and sharing some thoughts uh, with our listeners and listeners definitely uh, tune in to the three of seven uh, podcast and uh, buy some gear from these guys. They're doing some amazing stuff. Um, if you have any questions, you feel free to reach out to, to them. I'll put uh, Blake's contact info in the show notes as well. Blake brother, thank you so much for um, your time this evening and sharing your thoughts with, uh, with the listeners. No, thanks so much for having me, brother. It is an absolute pleasure to be on here and, and and just like you say, we're doing good things. You're doing you're doing them just as well, brother. We we operate like a team. Anything we can do to help each other out and further any message of positivity out here in today's time is is worth is time well spent. Yes, sir. Amen. And looking forward to this weekend. We'll see you soon. Hey, fired up, brother. Hey, my friends, I hope you really enjoyed today's episode. If you did, do me a huge favor and head on over to iTunes. Leave me a rating and review. That will definitely help us get this message out to more people. Also, if you haven't done so already, let's connect. You can connect with me on my website, timdouglasinspires.com, and or on the social media sites, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. Let me know that you listened to the podcast and that's how you found me. Lastly, stay tuned for more to come. And I definitely want to thank you again for subscribing, for sharing, this with your friends, leaving a review, all that good fun stuff. So until next time, go out there, face your storms, make your difference in the world, and we'll see you next time on the Inspired Way podcast. Thank you.